Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with these, episode number. 69. <laughs> nice. Nice. <clears throat> I'm your host, Dees. That's Dylan. And I feel like 10 pounds of shit stuffed into a five-pound bag. Probably sound like it, too. Yeah, you sound horrible. I didn't yes. realize it until you started talking to the mic, but yeah, you sound yes, like shit. Yes, it's, it's me, folks. Uh, it was uh, tied a couple on last night. Yeah. Just a couple, huh? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. few, maybe. Several. Maybe multiple. Who knows? Preseason officially started this week. Have I ever told you how sad it is watching you drink now and get shit faced? Because you, you know, back in the day, you were like fucking Chuck Liddell. You'd eat shots, didn't matter. And yeah. now you're like Chuck Liddell. Yeah. You fucking go down yeah. immediately. Yep, yep. And I mean, I. It, the Here's. I'm like Toby Keith. I'm not as good. As I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. But like, I can still, I can still do it. It's the recovery. Like I used to do it. Well, four, sometimes five days a week in a row, and yeah, no, I, that that just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I got drunk for the first time, and well, I guess it was. I don't think it was quite a year. Um. Couple like two weeks ago off of seltzers, I had never had them before. They're pretty tasty, but yeah, that next day, I, oh my god, I don't so, know how people like older like. I mean, you were older than me when you were doing that five nights a week shit, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know how the fuck you did well, it. Well, but you got, I mean, I lived and worked in that lifestyle, you know, working at strip clubs and bars and whatnot. So I was, I was just used to it. Just feeling like shit most of the time. <laughs> More or less, but like I said, I, I bounce back. Uh-huh. You know, once I, you know, there's, there is very much truth to the whole hair of the dog thing. Uh-huh. That once you choke down those first couple, then it's, <laughs> then the engine gets warm and, and you're off and running. Uh-huh. And there may have been other performance enhancing substances involved that, you know, <laughs> little, little pick me ups here and there that, but it, it is what it is, and no. yeah. Yeah, that's that's when you start to find out is the the recovery times get longer and longer, and I there's no way I could, like, two... Yeah, I, I don't even want to think about even trying to go two days in a row anymore. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, too much pain. Father time's undefeated. I, I will... Like, I can still... As far as if I stick to my normal drink, it's just vodka lemonade or vodka crayon whatever i can still just pound those all night and be okay it's the shots that get me like 
last night I think I did three shots, which is for you not a very low number compared to back in my prime. You know, I was, right? Like I said, pounding Jaeger bombs and and gold sloggers all night long. But uh, now I try to keep it in the you know two to three mm-hmm. range, and even then yourself a pitch count basically yeah uh yeah I, I was a starter and now i'm that guy that you know i'm not necessarily the closer but uh, i come in and i try and give you one strong inning and, and that's about all i'm good for <laughs> nice um but yeah I, like i said i try and limit myself but the the headaches and just overall body aches and everything are way more than they were in, I mean, that was I was my mid thirties. It's not right. Like, I didn't party hard in my twenties. I mean, I drank a lot, but not to the degree that I did when I started working in nightlife mm-hmm. in strip clubs. And I mean, let's be honest: when you surround yourself with strippers and cocaine, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean. You you can't take me to Disneyland and tell me not to ride any of the rides. Like it's just, yeah. You can go, but Space Mountain's off limits. That it just doesn't work that yeah. way. No, I'm I'm gonna get in line. See what I did there? Yeah, four lines, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's rough, man. It forty six, and I know people that are around my age that that do still do it. And I'm just like, how, man? Mm. But I think a big part of it is, is when I hit my slowdown there for a little while around, not well, I would say, well, basically when I went to jail, uh, and then it just became fewer and fewer Mm -hmm. from, and again, I didn't work in that, that field anymore. I got a real job and yeah responsibilities and father time just yeah but when i do go out i go overboard much like last night and again in uh two weeks and then two weeks after that it's gonna be a rough month i'm just Uh, just saying so yeah so that's why i feel like shit all right cheers to you yeah chugging a water trying to hydrate yeah Anyway, so yeah, preseason football is underway. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk some Steelers and some moves made. And uh, before we get to that, we'll cover football in a second. Well, you had something. If you didn't see the <coughs> Major League Baseball, did a really cool thing, uh, and and had the Field of Dreams game between the Yankees and the White Sox. Yes, held in. Was it? Dwyer, Dwyersville or Dyersville somewhere? Yes, Dyersville, Iowa. Basically, Iowa, yeah. it, it, it's the location of the Field of Dreams. Right. From the movie. Um, I didn't see the game. I saw some highlights. I did see the opener, the the opening, which yeah. I thought was awesome. Yeah. Kevin but, Costner, the camera's behind him, and he walks out on the field. And if you turned on any news or sports show, you saw it. Yeah. Uh, but that was uh, pretty neat. Yeah, Kevin Costner took a sweet time getting to. Fucking yes, he feel. did. Oh my god, I, I count it was two minutes. Yeah, no, I watched. Yeah, I was just like, you could tell it was him right away. But yeah, he like walking real slow, and then he stopped and kind of looked around, and then he would take another couple steps, and I'm like, get to the fucking mound. Yeah, 
And then uh, both teams just kind of walked up, in from appeared the from the cornfield. Yeah, you know it was it was very cool. Yeah, they needed to have after the teams got out there, have a bunch of little kids with blonde hair and blue eyes walk out, like fucking children of the wow. corn. <laughs> <laughs> not not really what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've I'm kind of what's the word indifferent towards. Baseball, I think that's that's been abundantly clear. Yes, yes crystal. Um, but if you're a guy, how do you not love Field of Dreams? Just that movie is fucking amazing. And um, yeah, I, I when I heard that 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 was gonna happen, I'm like, well, I'm definitely gonna watch that at least some of it. And I don't watch most of the game. Uh, I mean, I preseason football kind of I went back and forth, and then. Uh, I also went to bed pretty early, but yeah, that was a massive, massive, massive win for Major League Baseball. They executed it damn near perfectly, and they have to do this every year. It has to be an annual thing. Uh, my idea was, and you're gonna you're gonna immediately poke the big hole in it that hold I on, didn't until. Hold on one second before you get into that. Uh, I just want to say something. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've never seen Field of Dreams. Wow. I, I mean, I know there's I classics out there that I haven't I, ca- caught either, but uh, no wonder you didn't really go out of your way to watch it then. I mean. Yeah, I, I I don't know why. I don't. To be fair, I don't think I watched until like two or three years ago. Yeah, no, I've I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never sat and watched you, you, the entire movie. So you get the point, but watching the whole chunk does yeah. does matter. Um, I'd remedy that when you can. Yeah, um, I've been told that numerous times. Yeah, especially that the last line Kevin Costner says too is just like, Duh. you know. Um, but yeah, my anyway, my idea was until I'm someone pointed out the obvious problem with it that I'm ashamed I didn't think of considering I grew up surrounded by cornfields. Um, do it on Father's Day, but Father's Day is way too early and corn wouldn't be very high and kind of defeats the whole purpose, but yeah. Yeah. But still they have to do this annually because that was fucking awesome. No, I agree. Great game it, too. It, yeah. Uh, they, it, they couldn't have scripted it better. Yeah. I mean, what were there? Seven home runs hit something like that. I think eight, eight, Yeah, including a bottom of the ninth walk off by the white Sox. Yeah. Um, Aaron Judge hit one, and yeah, Anderson, I believe it was a two-run shot in the bottom of the ninth to win the game. So yeah, like it, they literally could not have planned it any better than that. It was an exciting game and ended on a dramatic moment. Right. Um, I mean, the only thing you could ask for better than that would be like a, a playoff game type right. situation. But then the corn will be all brown and or gone yeah. you know yeah, but yeah really do that, but. definite win for mlb without a doubt uh as far as the rest of my thoughts on baseball i have none because i give up because the cubs gave up and they're like 10 of their last 43 games i believe it is now it's just bad like they've won 10 of their last 43 yes wow yes yeah, when they uh, when they tank, boy, they they tank right. Well, just if you're gonna, yeah. The only thing I didn't like about the Field of Dreams game is 
Rizzo wasn't there. Because, oh, yeah, I didn't because think about that. he tested positive for COVID. Wow. Oh. After being one of the uh, vaccine uh, deniers, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Right. He's he's anti-vax, mm. at least and for this vaccine. I right. I say, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's not Jenny McCarthy. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, he didn't get to play it because of the whole COVID bullshit. But, mm. hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't there? Oh, did you see that in college football there's an alliance being talked about? An alliance? Whatever do you mean? The Pac-12, Pac Big Ten, and ACC are talking about forming an alliance involving their scheduling. Okay. And I guess they're just trying to steal a little bit of thunder away from the SEC. It's made all the, the news thus far. Right. Don't know how it'll work, but maybe they'll get on some kind of rotational scheduling thing where everybody kind of plays everybody and that makes sense where your non-conference games instead of playing you know western michigan yeah temple and they should i i i agree that's my biggest complaint about college football is is you got these powerhouse teams that schedule these fucking cream puffs right just to basically ensure that they're not going to take a you know Although it doesn't always work out, right. but they're they're trying to ensure that they're not going to take a loss to a non-conference game and and risk their you know top five rating. Right. And everybody, every big school in in college, every every school, not just big schools, but everybody does it. And I hate it. It's just a they do it a to sell tickets and b to get a win. Like mm-hmm. you know, unless you're Michigan and you invite. Appalachian State, then bad things happen. Okay. Yeah, Florida lost to an FCS school a couple years ago too. So, yeah, but not in such dramatic fashion. I understand. So. Yeah, and Florida also sucked that year. <laughs> Michigan wasn't fifth in the fucking country. Yes. I know. I understand. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's that. Sorry. Strike a nerve. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't even a fan then, were you? No. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah. Still hurts though. Yeah. Still. <sighs> It is actually water, by the way. He's not doing a bit. Yeah, no. He feels too shitty drinking anything yeah. else. Uh, made a big, big mistake last night, by the way. Mm. Uh, not a huge mistake, but as far as going out and partying, didn't have any water mm. in the, the hotel. Ooh. And did not take, like, ibuprofen in the hotel. Had it in the car, but had to drag my ass out of bed, kind of take that whore's bath of a shower mm-hmm. just to kind of wake up and stretch out a little bit and then drive to a gas station and get a Gatorade so that I could then lubricate my dry, swollen throat mm. to swallow the ibuprofen. So, yeah, and a five-hour energy just to keep me awake on the drive home. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's water, and I'll probably drink, I don't know, 19 or 20 of them today <laughs> before it's all said and done. Uh yeah, so do you have anything else before we get into some Mm-mm. foosball? Preseason week one is almost almost over. Yes, uh, over. there is a game right now at halftime, <clears throat> Panthers and Colts. But everybody else uh, has played their first preseason game. Not 
a whole lot of newsworthy stuff come out of it. There are a few things that I noticed. Uh, we'll just go down the list here. Uh, Patriots and and Washington. Mac Jones made his debut, and and was okay. Mm-hmm. He didn't set the world on fire. He was decent. Um, not sure. You know, everybody's calling for. Well, almost everybody. Keyshawn Johnson's delusional ass thinks Cam Newton is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. No, was it ten or twelve? Yeah, he had Cam Newton as the twelfth best quarterback in the NFL. He's so good they drafted his replacement yeah. in the first round. Yeah, so we'll see. Cam did not have a strong year last year, but I do give him the benefit of the doubt that he literally had no fucking weapons last year. None you know, at all. Yeah. And, and they did sign they signed some receivers, so we'll see what happens. But it's gonna be really hard to keep Mac Jones off the field. Exactly. exactly. That's they they drafted him for a reason. And Cam Newton is not a Bill Belichick-style quarterback, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, Tennessee beat the Falcons. Didn't really see anything super newsworthy come out of that. Uh, Buffalo beats the Lions. Um, again, nobody really jumped off the page there. Cowboys, you just skip Cardinals. to the Dolphins, Bears, because that's the one thing that's kind of newsworthy. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there yeah. right now. Dolphins and the Bears, Justin Fields. Yeah. Started kind of slow. Yeah, very shaky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His first couple series were were not impressive, but then he seemed to get dialed in and, and looked like the Justin Fields we saw at Ohio State. Right. Granted, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. It was the Dolphins. Yep. And it was against a lot of backups. But... If you're a Bears fan, you got to at least be encouraged, given your Absolutely. given your quarterback history. You you know they they've got something to look forward to. He ended up uh, fourteen to twenty, one forty two in a touch and a rushing touchdown, and his passing touchdown was to Jesse James, the yeah. former Steeler that did catch that fucking ball against the Patriots four <laughs> years ago or three years ago, whenever it was. Still makes me sick. So yeah. I think Jesse James is going to be a solid tight end with the right offense. Like, I was kind of surprised that he didn't do better last year with Stafford and the Lions, but against the Lions. Yeah. I still think the Bears got to do something to get more weapons there. Um, Apparently, watching, because I watched a little bit of the game yesterday, um, they're really high on the second year tight end they have. Um, I can't remember his fucking name but they even interviewed him during the game and uh, so Jesse James might not even make the team so because they still have Jimmy Graham as well what the fuck is his name there's the not Herbert Cole Kinnett he only had one catch but the entire two targets yeah yeah the entire broadcast they were really tight talking him up big time so I think Jesse James is going to make the team. He made, you know, not really amount to much, but right. I think he's too good to not make at least make their roster. Then we had lost my place here. Uh, Drew Locke looked very strong against the Vikings. Uh, Ian Book for the Vikings made his debut, or not Ian Book? I'm sorry, Kellen Mond. Yeah. Uh, and he was not good. 
No. Six of 16 uh, for only 53 yards. Didn't throw any picks, but yeah, he was uh, did not look good. Yeah. That was another game I watched a little bit of, and it was a Vikings broadcast, and they said they were shocked that he was playing at all because he's only really dressed like three days in practice. So it's oh, like, really? Yeah, so they really threw him to the fucking fire. So. Yeah. yeah. Teddy but, Bridgewater also played solid for, for Denver, and that's – uh, at this point, I don't think they've committed to Drew Locke just yet. No, I wouldn't think so. So we'll, we'll see how uh, the rest of it shakes out for him. But then we had Jaguars and Browns. Browns did not uh, play very many starters at all. Right. And it was the debut of Trevor Lawrence. Also kind of a shaky start. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you know, he was six of nine, 71 yards. Wasn't horrible. He was sacked twice. He, I believe he fumbled the ball away once, um, but wasn't horrible. Tim Tebow uh, saw some action at tight end and was targeted once, I think. Um, that's a story I'm, I'm going to watch very, very closely to see how he develops as a tight end. Cause... I think he's the fifth tight end on the depth chart right now, maybe fourth. Okay. So... I still think he makes the team. Just what was, what was our bet we had? Was it five touchdowns? No, I know it was like it was less than yeah, five. yeah. maybe two. Might have been two. I think so. Uh, we'll have to go back and listen to it, but it was yeah, like, oh. something like that. Yeah. Um, and Travis Etienne also made his debut, although not really. But they let him carry the ball one time. Right. Uh, for two whole yards, so yeah. Uh, then we had Zach Wilson made his debut. Jets Giants, and we talked about Zach Wilson's uh, scrimmage game where he looked absolutely atrocious. He bounced back, had a had a decent game while he was in there uh, in beating the Giants. Again, these are rookies going up against guys that probably won't be in the league here in a couple right. of weeks, but. There are things you look for and, and want to see out of those guys. Um, Saints and Ravens. Did you know the Ravens win 17-14? Uh, both Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill had about equal playing time. Both of them threw picks. Uh, Jameis did throw a touchdown. Hmm. Ian Book plays for the Saints. Right. Um, and, and he was one of the better quarterbacks on their, on their field for him, too. Hmm. Um, but did you know... The Ravens have won 18 straight preseason games. I was thinking about writing that down and because I heard that right before I came over. But yeah, I, thought, I read it on the way here. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but no. it's fucking random as shit. Yeah. 18 straight. Yeah, that's more than four years in a row. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this so it was 17 prior to this so there's there's four seasons yeah yeah they have not lost a preseason game in almost five years yeah that's that's insane right I mean again they've they've also won zero Super Bowls in that time so you you can't really put any uh any stock into that right Bengals bucks Bengals get the win over the bucks the bucks did not play I don't think a single starter at least nobody that Tom Brady played. No, he did not. Believe he did, yeah. I thought I could have sworn I just... I read that he, they rested all of their starters. I could have sworn I just saw on NFL Network 
what network before I came over that he played. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did play. Yeah. He was one of two. So he didn't. He... 50% completion. Oh, Leonard Fournette had a carry. Jones, uh, see, maybe they just rested some starters. I read the headline, but mm. uh, I don't see any of the big receivers, though. Oh, Antonio Brown, he was targeted once. Jamar Chase, the was it third or fourth overall pick in the draft yeah, this year? Yeah, had, had one catch for 16 yards. And the, the word out of camp is he's not doing very well. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe should have taken that left tackle out of Oregon then, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it's early. Who knows? Uh, let him get in there with his with his boy and build some get get some of that chemistry back. But yeah, it's not. Uh, early reports are that he's just not picking things up as as quickly as Cincinnati would like. Hmm. Uh, Texans beat the crap out of the Packers. Jordan Love had a strong game, but left the game with injury, had a shoulder problem, but I read earlier this morning that uh, MRI came back negative, so he should be okay. Not that it matters, because as long as Aaron Rodgers is breathing, Jordan Love won't see the field, unless a blowout. Uh, Chiefs and the Niners, again, no Patrick Mahomes or anything, I don't think. uh, uh, Mahomes did also play. Yep. One of two. Son of a bitch. I'm a shitty reporter. Yeah, clearly. Did you see uh, Trey Lance's numbers were 5 of 14, 128, and a touchdown? Not great numbers, but his this touchdown came on the second play of his first drive, and it was 80 yards. To Trent Sheffield. Yeah. And that was the only catch he made. Yeah. Yeah, so take away that play, and he has basically a horrible game. Right. Uh, four of 13 for 48 yards, basically, after the 80-yard touchdown. In his defense, though, he hasn't played football in two years. He was one of those guys that... Trey Lance? Trey Lance, yeah. Oh, he he opted out? He, he didn't have a choice. North Dakota didn't play football last year. I did not know that. Yeah. They didn't play, like, s- At spring all. ball or anything like that? At all, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, he might be a little rusty then. Yeah, a little bit. And then Raiders Seahawks, twenty to seven. Raiders get the win there. Um, don't really think anything of. How is Nathan? P- Did he play the entire game? Nathan Peterman for the Raiders is the only quarterback that played. He he, he needs the reps. Yeah, I mean, how many picks did he throw in that game? Was it which one? Well, the one uh, like the complete his first game implosion. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't think it he, like five picks or something. Yeah, like that I think the, he threw five picks in the first half. Got Buffalo, benched. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. His QB rating was so bad. If he had just he, threw the ball into the ground on every attempt, it would have been it would, would have been better than what it was. Yeah, wasn't it zero? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a zero. Yeah. And like you said, if he had just spiked the ball, he would have had like a. Ten or something. It yeah. still would have been bad, but it would have been better than if he did what he did. Um, Seahawks, no Russell Wilson. Geno Smith is still in the fucking league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been Russell's backup for fears now. I'd, wow. I did not know that. Um, What was the last game? 
Second to last game, I should say. Oh, duh. Chargers Rams. Man, that was that was just full of excitement and blood and screaming. And that was just in the stands. Yeah. Uh, do yourself a favor if you haven't already. Get on YouTube and just look up the fight that took place in the stands. And you'll see this big man in Aaron Donald jersey look like he was the instigator. It appeared my, to be that way. He was talking a lot of shit and doing the whole jerk off and blow my the, load on you motion. And the guy filming it even said afterwards, "That's what you get." So yeah. I'm thinking he was the. And, and then there were he. It looked like a couple of, oh, let's be honest, really girly swings, wide flailing arms, and then like that he just got the dog shit beat out of him by like three or four people, and, and he tried he tried to fight all four of them yeah so don't feel too bad for the guy because i yeah no he was uh, in the two minute video that that we watched literally right before we hit record uh he got what was coming yeah like he he was talking all kinds of shit and basically telling everybody come on well they came on and they beat the ever-loving dog shit out of him and then his buddy looked like he got shit beat out of him but the biggest loser of the whole thing is Whoever is in charge of security in that stadium. Yeah. Because for the entire two minutes, and and when the video starts, they're already screaming and hollering. And for that entire two minutes, we saw one woman, and she didn't look like she was in the best shape to begin with. Right. Uh, security guard there. And she literally did nothing. I like think she tried to talk and put her arm on one guy, and he quickly shoved away but not once did we see a cop a security guard nothing and they drugged the bleeding rams fan out uh he walked for a little bit then then he fell again yeah uh but yeah just he was wearing the uh crimson mask the crimson mask and was still talking shit yeah it's like dude and it's look it's a preseason game yeah. like why are we even Getting into arguments. I'd love to know the backstory because I would too. I'd like to see like somewhere out there. But we're, we left out a very important detail. He was fighting other Rams fans. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't like Ram fans against. There were, I think, one or there were Charger fans there. Yeah. But if when you watch it, like it's there's no uh, discrimination there. They were just <laughs> Rams fans with Charger fans to beat up another Rams fan. So. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't one of those our team versus your team thing. It was you're an asshole, and we're going to stomp a mud hole in your ass. Right. And that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, a football game was going on as well, and the Chargers won 13-6. to But, yeah, like I said, there was uh, more action going on in the look like the end zone uh, stands as opposed to the actual end zone. They needed that security guard from, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the clip. I, w- I think it was a Florida game. Florida Gator game, and it's this big black dude, and he's got a woman on his shoulder carrying her out, and she's fucking flaying her around and everything, and she reaches back and, like, slaps the guy in the face, like, hard. He just kind of turns, crack, punches her once, and she's out, and then walks out, takes her up the stairs. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to watch that. Yeah, I say, I've never seen that. But, again, I have told the story on this show. I don't blame him, because when women are really difficult to deal with when they're in that belligerent stage. I right. took repeated shots to my head with a beer bottle. 
<laughs> trying to break up a chick fight. And yeah, it's not fun. So that brings us to the Pittsburgh Steelers who played the first game of the week on Thursday night against the Eagles. And again, it's preseason. I'm not going to quite overreact uh, the way that we did last week, or I did last week, I guess I should say. But I did see some things. Did you watch it? Any of it? See it? Uh, I saw some highlights. I watched the whole thing, thanks to streaming device. You're a very big advocate of... I am. Copyright fraud. Why? Well, no, that wouldn't be copyright fraud. I don't no, know it would be. but I was able to watch the uh, the local feed, the Pitts, Pittsburgh CBS local channel, so I got to watch the whole thing. And again, Dwayne Haskins looks really good. Yeah, I'm very mean, good. I don't want to get too excited. It's preseason, and he's not playing against starters yet. But we're seeing the things that we want to be seeing. From a guy like that, that, you know, with the expectations that were on him coming out of college. Right. Um, so if he's got his head on straight, we know he's got a big arm and, and can make the throws. It's just he's, he's got to keep his head on straight. Hopefully Mike Tomlin is the guy to do that. But he made good decisions, took care of the ball. Uh, Mason Rudolph Hold was on. better than... Sometimes you talk in paragraphs, and I, I have to do that to interject. Um, you're talking about the Tomlin factor with Haskins. That's something I really didn't think about until recently, but mm-hmm. they, I could definitely see Haskins relating more to Tomlin than Ron Rivera. Not that Rivera's obviously not a bad guy or anything, but they also – I think they grew up in the same general area, like the Baltimore, D.C. metro area. So Could be. Yeah, and – so I was I remember when we signed him thinking, why the fuck did we do that? I hope I end up looking like an asshole. Uh, no, I was I wasn't mad at it. I mean, no. you know, we already we basically got we're, we're something for nothing. And if it didn't work out. Oh, well, he wouldn't have made it. You know, he wouldn't have made it out of camp. Right. Because we got Josh Dobbs, who I don't think he's going to be a starter, Mm-mm. but. I feel okay with him as a backup. Right. I would prefer Dobbs over Rudolph, to be honest with you, because Dobbs can at least make some plays with his feet. Right. Um, so bringing Haskins in for camp, it was like, hey, you know, let's see if, if mm-hmm. something clicked in his head that he needs to get his shit together. And I think I, I agree. I think Tomlin is a big reason for that, that they relate on another level. And, and maybe Dwayne with what happened to him in Washington realized that nothing's going to be handed to him right? and he's going to have to earn it. And so far through camp and now through two preseason games, he's looked very good, right. better than, than Mason Rudolph by leaps and bounds. I will say uh, Rudolph looked better this week than he did last week, mm-hmm. but the fact remains he has produced zero points in, in two preseason starts. Yeah. Um, I think he's played about a quarter. Let's see. The first game he played, what, about a quarter and a half? That sounds right, yeah. And then this one, I think he only played a quarter. I think Haskins played the the bulk of the game, and then Dobbs came in and finished it off. Um, Najee Harris looked good. Yeah. Uh, 
dare I say, better than he did the week before. And I think part of that is we had more of our offensive line as it is going to be out there. A couple of the starters played. Had two really nice runs that were called back for holding. Um, One of them was on Pat Fryermuth's very first play. (laughs) And it was was a... It had nothing to do with the play. It was one of those like you off camera. Yeah, and it's like come on. Um, but again, it's it's encouraging. Uh, Got to see some uh, some of the young receivers. It looks like that that number five receiver spot. Ray Ray McLeod held it last year, and he might be in a fight because there's a couple guys that are that are kind of stepping their game up. Cody White uh, being one of them. Had a pretty strong game. Um, Rico Bussy, Bussy, I believe his name mm-hmm. is, had a strong game, four catches. And uh, who was the other one? Oh, Anthony Johnson, who caught uh, Dwayne Haskins' touchdown, mm-hmm. looked strong. So might might get interesting for that fifth wideout slot. Uh, running backs, other than, of course, um, Najee Harris, Anthony McFarlane, he looked solid. Uh, Tony Brooks James came in, averaged almost six yards a carry. Again, against backups, but it's the kind of thing that you want to see. Can he hit the hole, make some things happen? And he did. Right. Uh, looked very good. But yeah, Rudolph was, he was eight of nine. I yeah. mean, he had a 102.3 rating, but uh, again, couldn't put points on the board. So it's kind of a double edged sword. Say, oh, they look good, but he didn't score, but he didn't make any critical mistakes no terrible throws the way that he he had a few of those last week right now oh other things look good uh man our our pass rush is gonna be fucking nasty right melvin ingram made his debut (sighs) looks healthy looks strong um obviously watt still in his quasi holdout but uh, ingram and uh Alonzo Highsmith. Alonzo. Yeah, it's a lot. No. Alex? Alex Highsmith. Alonzo was his dad. Hmm. Uh, they took turns flopping sides because that's probably what's going to happen when the season starts and, and Watt comes in is there's going to be a three-man rotation would be my guess. Uh, and both of them got solid pressure from both sides. So uh, just I'm excited about hmm. that. those pass rushers, man. It it could get nasty. Uh, the bad are O line. No, O line one would actually did good. Dotson made his debut, mm. which was funny because I don't know if you pay attention to the stories that come out of camp, but Tomlin uh, was asked about Dotson, who has not participated much. Mm. Uh, I think he's kind of fighting, was fighting through an injury early mm. in camp, didn't really get a lot of reps, and Tomlin was asked about him. Uh, Dotson had a, a pretty solid rookie year last year, stepping in for uh, both. Uh, who's the guard we just DeCastro, right. and then the other guard that we ended up losing. Um, but anyway, we expected big things out of him. Didn't show much in camp. Somebody asked Tomlin about it, and he was like, "He's done nothing to earn first team reps." Mm. And he didn't start. He came in the second quarter, and I think ended up getting like fifty snaps. And you know how they do the grades? Yeah. Was one of the highest, I think the second highest graded offensive lineman in the NFL. 
Like played wow. really solid. So it's encouraging. Also, Dan Moore, uh, great game at left tackle. He's the rookie, but it looks like they're going to move him to right tackle because it looks like Chooks Okorafor has pretty much locked it up. But I liked what I saw out of him while he was in there. Green did not look good. Hmm. Uh, didn't let me rephrase that. He didn't look horrible, but the play that he didn't look good in, he got just steamrolled mm. and it was the it was a sack and yeah literally as soon as he snapped the ball he got drove all the way back into the pocket and gave up sack so hopefully he cleans that up <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah okay big big hopefully there yeah um so yeah he was not strong another issue was uh robert spillane mm-hmm. got torched a couple times in coverage yeah he did a couple times in the Hall of Fame game, too. Yeah. So, and obviously, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin noticed that. Yeah. Because we did get a bit of good news, I want to say, in the second quarter. And that was that, that was the beauty of uh, watching it on the feed that I watched it on, being the local Pittsburgh feed. And, and they so they literally broke the story before anybody. Uh, and that was that we had made the trade or were working on a trade with Jacksonville for uh, Joe, right? Yeah, Joe Joe Schobert. It wasn't made official until yesterday, uh, but Joe Schobert, he's an inside linebacker, started his career in Cleveland, then he signed a free agent deal with Jacksonville. And uh, yeah, we made the trade for him for a sixth round pick. And I love it. Yeah, I do too. Because he's one of the best statistically over the course of the last like three or four years, one of the best cover inside linebackers in, in the game. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that move. Pair him with Devin Bush, mm-hmm. Bush, Bush made his debut as well. Uh, looked rusty Understandably to, be, to, so. be, to be expected coming off of ACL injury. Um, but yeah, I, I really like signing Schobert. Uh, I wasn't aware that what they say he's 15 and like 54 in his career. Ouch. So hopefully we can change that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you almost feel bad for him because he started his career in Cleveland yeah. and then, then he goes to Jacksonville right when Cleveland gets good. Yeah. And, uh, Jacksonville's probably, I don't know that I'm going to say they're going to be playoff team yet but if urban meyer has his way it won't be long but yeah big fan of the move for showbert uh i hope spillane gets it together because he did have some some big moments last year Mm -hmm. uh had a pick six had that huge stop of of derrick henry on the goal line but so far in camp or i should say in the two preseason games spillane has not uh looked like he looked last year so Maybe this uh, extra competition will uh, whip him into shape a little bit, but if it doesn't, I'm still very, very pleased with our front seven. Yeah. Uh, other news out of Pittsburgh: Joe Hayden is trying to get a contract extension, wants to finish his career in Pittsburgh, and I- I'm all for it. Right. Uh, obviously, I'm not breaking the bank for him because he's up there, but he has proven uh, very solid. You know, he's not what he once was, but he's still a 
top tier cornerback in the league. I yeah. think I, I wouldn't say he's, you know, in the top 10, but very solid starter. So I say as long as he wants to, uh, to be cap friendly, go for it. Right. He's basically like, if he's our number one corner, we don't have a need at number one corner. Let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, I feel good about, you know, having him as our, our number one. Hydration break. <laughs> oh, God, that tastes so fucking good. Um, uh, let's see. I, I also like, you know, our other outside linebackers that, like, Quincy Roche looked strong. Um, who's the other guy's name? Oh, Jameer Jones had four tackles, a sack, tackle for loss, a couple QB hits. And it's going to make for a tough decision come cut day because, I mean, who do you keep? Because obviously we know we got our top three. And one of those guys, we've also got Cassius Marsh. And they're, they're going to have to make a decision. Hopefully they can hide a couple in the practice squad. Uh, Isaiah Loudermilk, who we moved up for, I believe, in the fourth or fifth round defensive lineman. Had a pretty strong showing. Okay, uh, who gives a shit? How did the punter do? I, I just didn't play. That. Yeah, that's a good point. We are going to need him. Let's not have him get hurt. It's actually yeah, Jor- Jordan Berry did all the kicks and actually did pretty good. That's nice. Hopefully he gets a job somewhere else. Well, <laughs> and the the talk is is that they're they're wanting to trade him because with the trade now that we picked up Joe Schobert mm-hmm. for we gave away a sixth round pick. We um I think they said we don't have a fifth, sixth or seventh round draft pick next year. Oh, okay. So, the speculation is that Kevin Colbert's going to try and make some moves and pick up some more late rounders. One of those could be Jordan Berry for a seventh mm. if a team out there wants a punter, but I don't, there's so many punters out there that we uh, spent a seventh rounder on a punter. True, true. But it was a rookie punter, though. Yeah, a rookie punter that showed that he had a fucking cannon for yeah. a leg. Just won the Ray Guy Award, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to trade a seventh for Jordan Berry. Good point. But who knows? And stranger things have happened. He did. He punted four times, averaged forty-four yards, and and put two inside the twenty. Mm. So if that's a you know an audition tape for one of the other teams, I, he couldn't have really done much much more to improve his chances there. Right. Uh, Sloman, the kicker who so mightily struggled in the Hall of Fame game, had a bounce back, made a field goal, and both of his extra points. Uh, Boswell also kicked an extra point. I still think Sloman is just a camp body. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go from there. And no, nobody really flashed in the punt return game or kick return game. <laughs> we didn't see James Washington. Why are you shaking your head? I just, I can't believe we're still talking about this game. Well, it's just, I talked about Steelers. I, I know. I'm excited. We're now going into punt returners in a preseason game. Yeah. I was just making a point that we didn't see Ray Ray McLeod or James Washington, which 
that was also speculation during the game when they announced the trade because mm-hmm. they just said that we are working on a trade for for Joe Schobert. Terms are not yet known, yeah. and James Washington didn't dress. Makes sense. And we had the story last week where he quote unquote requested a trade, which was pretty much rebuked. And but the speculation was, oh well, they traded James Washington to Jacksonville for this mm-hmm. linebacker. But that didn't happen. He just didn't play. Mm. So, all right. I'm done talking about it. You happy? Yeah. I am. Okay. Well, what do you got? I got none. Seriously. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, did you hear? It's not confirmed yet, um, but it is a very, very strong rumor, so much so that a lot of big gaming outlets have put it out that we know what our, we're going to get next from GTA. I don't know if you heard that or not. As far as the setting? Well, just or, games. We're getting, they're going to remaster GTA 3, Vice City, and then San Andreas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did yeah. hear that. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about the, the rumor was GTA 6 was going to take place in Vice City. Oh, really? Which, okay. yeah. I would like that because that's my favorite location. I mean, granted, the map's not very big but just i just mean this overall setting and vibe of the map you get what i mean yeah it, i mean this one then if they do gta 6 it the map's gonna it'll be massive oh well of course yeah like it, it'll be basically like what they did with five it's it'll be basically miami and then here's orlando so there's a theme park and oh yeah by the way this is the florida swamp you know probably i don't know if you got Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, that's a huge area, and I'm sure there's. I mean, amusement. GTA Five was the, basically the entire state of California, so I don't see why you couldn't do that with the Vice yeah, City map. Basically, I, I make suppose it, you could, but yeah, I, I definitely agree that there's going to be some swampland in there. Of course, yeah. Um, well, fuck. I mean, Red Dead basically was several states. Yeah. Like Louisiana, Texas, then like the, I guess you would call it the Oklahoma, mm-hmm. up into that area, and a little bit of northeast mountains, Rockies, whatever. So, yeah, it could be cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I did hear about the remasters. They're also discussing, or rumored to be discussing, remastering the original Red Dead for the next-gen consoles as well. All right. So that'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm trying to think. If they're going to do the remasters, and they did say that there's going to be, um, well, it's a remaster, so there's going to be graphical improvements. I really, really, really hope they put in checkpoints for the missions because I have Vice City for the PS4, but... I, I had to stop playing it because I forgot how frustrating it is to fucking fail a min- mission and then you have to leave your apartment, go back to the place to get the mission, go to the location to start the mission. Yeah, it's frustrating as fuck. So checkpoints would be very, very helpful. I'm trying to think. Was GT- GTA 5 wasn't that bad, was it? GTA 5? Yeah. GTA 5 had checkpoints. Okay. So did GTA 4. I think 4 was when they started doing checkpoints. But Yeah, I... <sighs> trying to think here i don't think i ever actually finished vice city um i i, I liked it but i i don't believe i finished it i don't I, think i I'm did not either. even 100 percent sure i finished three 
Three I didn't play. I only played three. I think I played three after four. Hmm. I I never got into uh, the GTA games all that much until four. I I never played uh, San Andreas. I played San Andreas for like a day, hmm. and it, to me that wasn't GTA. Hmm. That was like Saints Row. Kinda. Yeah, that wasn't Grand Theft Auto. That was like gangster thug auto and it just didn't really appeal to me hmm. i know a lot the of gun people, sounded real weird a lot of people say that's the best gta but yeah wasn't for me uh did i really enjoyed four and of course five was amazing right still is yeah uh i told you i was replaying red dead right yeah yeah i still actually i i got into the rdo mm-hmm. red dead online yeah and I still haven't completed the campaign yet. I don't think I've even touched the campaign in two weeks because we've been doing all this RDO stuff because Warzone has gotten so bad with yeah. the hacks. It's uh, it's damn near unplayable. Hmm. They just had Season 5 drop, and they've lost all these streamers. And I haven't played a second of Season 5. That's yeah, a shame. Hopefully they fix it in the new one because that's something else that came out this week is the leaks about yeah, uh, yeah Vanguard yeah and how rumor well the leaker said that that the fans of Call of Duty are are going to love it so that's encouraging and they also say that they are going to implement some Battlefield esque type gameplay that being airplanes. Mm-hmm. Which would be probably World War Two, yeah, because the the map is rumored to be a Pacific themed theater mm-hmm. from World War Two. So they're going to put in airplanes and destructible environments, probably not on the scale that uh, Battlefield is, right? Which I I thought that was cool mm-hmm. with with Battlefield, and I wished that GTA or that GTA. Uh, Call, Call of Duty, Duty would, would implement some of that, and it looks like they're going that way. Uh, supposed to get a, I believe the reveal, according to the leaker, is August 19th. Mm. Now, again, this is just leaks, and who knows, but it's one of those quote-unquote reliable sources. Uh, other video game stuff, you know, I've talked about 2K. We still have, like, next to zero information on it yeah no trailers no nothing like and all the little youtubers are losing their minds because this time last year we knew what was going on and there's rumors that there will be no prelude slash beta or trial whatever you want to call it demo and again that's got people losing their minds because for the last several years that's been where you go in and you can build your player and test out styles and whatnot and there's been no announcement whatsoever as far as if they're even going to have one Hmm. the they did find an article from i believe it was korea that the asian version of the game is not going to have a demo like Hmm. it was confirmed that they aren't doing one Hmm. 
So there's speculation on whether or not they're going to do one for the U.S. version. All right. Um, anything else? Video game-wise? No. Or anything-wise? Uh, yeah, I have a... Call it a soft recommendation because it is it is pretty sad. But um, have you seen any of the previews for the Val Kilmer documentary on Amazon? Uh, I I I knew it existed. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any snippets or anything. Yeah. Um. Again, if you're a Val Kilmer fan, I, I'd I'd recommend watching it. Um. I was. I I think you'd like it. Just. It's very sad because I mean I don't know if you've seen now he's got the um, I don't know what it's called where you have the the hole in your throat and you have to close it to talk. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of the fucking name either. So he's got one of those now. So a lot of the documentary is like footage because I guess he was one of those weirdos that just filmed himself all the time. So like he's got footage of him like hanging out with the cast of Top Gun and wait when when did he get that because isn't he in the new top gun movie uh i don't know if he's in it but he's had it since like 2015 i want to say something like that well no he had throat cancer in 2013 but i can't remember when he actually got i thought i read that he was going to be in that movie i i don't know man maybe not i (laughs) I mean i mean he was in jay and silent bob the reboot and he didn't talk because of that so um but yeah, it's very good. It's kind of cool the way they do it. How like you know they they sort of go back and forth between present day and you know telling the story of his career, and I guess what they did is like he basically Val himself basically kind of wrote like this is what happened. This is my thoughts, whatever. And his son is doing the narration for it, and at times that's kind of cool to see. Like he's talking about like you know, the way his dad sees the world and everything, but it's, it's very good. But again, you have to be in the right mood for it. You also like have to have some interest in Val Kilmer, I would say, but played one of my favorite (laughs) movie characters of all time. I mean, a real life person as well, but his, his portrayal of doc holiday fucking classic. Yeah. Uh, had, had a really good early career and then kind of, Fell off the face of the earth for a while. And... Yeah, yeah. They talk about the what island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, yeah. That he filmed behind the scenes a lot during that, and he's <laughs> very clear he was not enjoying the experience. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and they're honest too about how, like, in the late nineties, early two thousands, he gained a reputation of being a dick and difficult to work with. And yeah, um. They showed an interview with Robert Downey Jr. because they did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang together, which is, again, it's a very good movie, but it's kind of an acquired taste. It's like a dramedy, like mystery type deal. But uh, um, I, I thought he was a decent Batman. Yeah. In a piece of shit movie. Yeah. Um, was That was forever, if forever, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. They, of course, talked about that, about how, like, you know, he says, well, yeah, what kid doesn't want to be Batman? And then. Yeah, after doing it, the dream is to be Batman, not play Batman in a movie, because that wasn't fun at all. Yeah. No, and, and like I said, he was good. He was better than George Clooney by far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, the the movies that, like I said, his early career, uh, Top Secret. I have never seen Top Secret. It, it was one of those like same sp- guys that did Airplane. I know. Yeah, spoof comedies. He was good in that. Uh, Real Genius was I think one of his first roles. Uh, I think it was 
I know Top Secret was his first one, but I think Real Genius was his second. Yeah. Yeah. And it was more of a uh, mainstream hit than, than Real Genius, or than Top Secret was. Right. Um, but then, and then he broke, you know, with the whole Top Gun thing, and then, of course, went on to play Doc Holliday, and for my money, one of, if not the best Westerns ever made, Truth be damned. I mean, it, obviously they took some liberties with the story, and but that's mostly any movie that's based on a true yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, no, Tombstone is fucking phenomenal, and, and <laughs> a huge part of that is uh, Val Kilmer's portrayal. Of I need Hall. to watch that again because I remember I watched it in high school because you raved about it, and I just I wasn't mature enough to appreciate it because I, I remember at the time loving Doc Holliday's performance. Doc Holliday's performance. Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday, yeah, but yeah. The, you know, whatever do you mean? And yeah, he's no, great. But... He's got some, yeah, uh, very quotable lines that still stand today. I mean, obviously the I'm your Huck, Huck, I'm your Huckleberry yeah. and uh, yeah. Are we not friends? I just don't think I could bear it. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched a movie mm-hmm. that I've never seen before and you probably have. Now I don't remember the exact title. Wow. Okay. Well, it was one of those that uh, she Nicole started watching it, uh-huh. and then so I, you know, I was playing Xbox and kind of started watching. Then was like, hey, this is pretty good. Hmm. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh yes, I've seen Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Sneaky good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it really was. Um, that was before the what do they call it the reconnaissance or whatever when he had his big sort of comeback and but yeah was it yeah this it was like right before it well what year did that come out uh, this... I want to say twenty eleven well what movie started the reconnaissance um that would probably be Dallas Buyers Club but he did a few movies before that that were. No, it was 2000. Yeah. God damn. You're... I, the only reason I know that is because it came out right after I graduated high school. That's why. You're like the rain man of knowledge nobody needs. I'm ruining that one bong rip at a time. Don't worry about it. Because... But yeah, very, very good, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, predictable, though. Really? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but not not in so much that it made it bad, All right? And and maybe I'm just really fucking smart. I don't know, but like I literally with each because they would like drop a little clue or whatever, right. and then the reveal would be there, and I literally just nailed it time after time after time right. all the way through, and even like when he shows up and. You could just when he goes to his apartment there at the end, and you could just tell something's off. Yeah, I I looked over at her. I said, "His mom's there." Yeah, sure shit. There she is, and talks about uh, he didn't kill. I said she did, and then she admits it, mm-hmm. killing uh, Gallagher. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Recommend a movie and just spoil it. Well, look, it fucking 2011. True, it's a good movie. Yeah, uh, it it's got some twists, but again, great line if, though. If you 
what remember boys hospital not the morgue yes yeah yeah that was phenomenal <laughs> did you know you know who the biker was trace atkins yeah yeah i she's the one that pointed it out she got the name wrong but she knew it was a country singer and i saw him like she you only see him for just a fleeting second mm-hmm. in that first scene and she pegged it and i was like it, it kind of looked familiar but then when i i did think that they were coming to start some shit mm. Uh, when they pulled him over or whatever, but then when that big dude walks up and as soon as he talks, you, you know, oh, it's yeah. Trace Adkins. He put on some weight yeah. for for that role. Cause I mean, he's always obviously a tall guy, but he was a big burly son of a bitch right. in that. But yeah, that line. Yeah. Ho- Hospital, not more was, yeah. was pretty good. Um, yeah. Great movie. I like I said, I, I, I'd heard of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, he was in a uh, McConaughey, um, there was another movie that came out a couple years after that called Mud, that with uh, McConaughey was in. Yeah, with a uh, Reese Witherspoon that I also really recommend. That was very good. He's like, uh... <coughs> go on. <laughs> He's like, uh, I think it takes place. I want to say maybe deep south of Florida or something, and these kids find him. Like he's like living out in the woods, and they're like, "What the hell happened?" And he's like telling this crazy story about how like he robbed a bank, he's got a bunch of money and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, this guy telling the truth or is he not? And I don't, I'm not gonna go too into it, but it is very, very good. I think the kid is a uh, the same guy who played Cyclops in the last yes few. Ty, Ty Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, he's great in that movie. He's a lot better than he was in the X-Men movies, but I forgot Sarah Paulson's in it, but yeah, it's, it's a very good movie. I mean, I don't really see, you talk about the Renaissance. I don't really, where did he fucking fall off? Um, I'm going to go not Tropic Thunder. Cause that movie was good. So 2018 dude surfer, not very good. Ghosts so, of Girlfriends Past, just another so generic. two years. Yeah. Because he did Tropic Thunder in 2008. I mean, these movies aren't exactly great. I mean, Tropic Thunder, okay, yeah, he was great in that. Fool's Gold, don't remember it. Where Marshall's... Solid. Yeah, solid. Uh, it's kind of like... Failure to launch, kind of niche, but I mean, it's still good. It's still, you know, rom-com or whatever. But Yeah. I, my point is that before that, he was just seen as rom-com guy. And he even admitted it. Yeah, he he was. He's like, yeah, I kind of realized I'm just kind of honestly. If anything, from basically 2000 to, I mean, let's call it 2006 slash 2008 with Marshall and Tropic Thunder. That's when he kind of fell off. I mean, he 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 did a few movies, but nothing. If you look at those, I mean, Tiptoes. That's the one Tosh made yes. fun of, yeah. Yeah, with the... With you know, the, circle jerk with a bunch of midgets? Yeah. <laughs> uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was... Still a very big movie, though. It was hyped, yeah, but yeah. It, I don't think it did very well. But if anything, I would say that that early, early 2000s is where he kind of fell off, you know, after just absolutely blowing up with uh, A Time to Kill and right. Contact, Amistad... But yeah, it, it was uh, 
a slow slow roll there for a while till right about the Lincoln lawyer really kind of started his renaissance re- reascent. Yeah. Well, it's more of like a rebranding than anything. I still need to watch True Detective. I have not seen that yet. And I heard the first season is fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I it's him and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I I've heard nothing but great things. I, I so. never watched it either. Yeah. Uh what's the other one on that list I saw that? I, I'm I'm disappointed that he wasn't in Wolf of Wall Street as much or or more. Well, like he's literally only in it for of course service I mean, I purpose. Get it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh did great, but I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. I have. It's I know. It's one one of your one of my what? Rec- highly recommended. I don't know if I'd go that far. It's very, very good. Okay. I mean, it. I still kind of defend what's his name from fucking Jared Leto because of that movie because he is great in that movie, but just a really shit Joker. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dark Tower. I heard that sucked. That's not Dallas Buyers Club. That's not the one where he's, is that the one where he's got AIDS? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What did you say was the other one? Uh, I heard the Dark Tower sucked because I knew that was a popular Stephen King book and bombed horribly. And yeah, hated. Uh, I watched it. It, it was not. Uh, never read the book, so I I can't compare. Hmm. Uh, did did watch the movie and yeah, it was not impressive. I've heard it was universally hated. So, but yeah, it was weird. Uh, just because we watched the Lincoln Lawyer, which then led to the conversation of. Uh, a time to kill because mm-hmm. Nicole had never seen that. And so I, we put that on and watched it and he's almost unrecognizable when you go back and watch him in like, he's no homo, still a very yeah, good looking He's fucking guy. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. But when you, you watch him in Lincoln lawyer and then you watch him in a time to kill. I mean, we're talking 12 year difference. He looks so young in A Time to Kill. And he was. I mean, he, yeah. that was basically the movie that made him his career. I mean, obviously, everybody knew him as Wooderson. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. right. But, uh, yeah, then he, like I said, hit it big with A Time to Kill. But he he just looked so the, young in that movie. The bigger contrast is A Time to Kill to Dallas Buyers Club because, you know, he's playing someone with AIDS. Well, yeah, he lost all that weight. Yeah, and, got down to like 120 pounds and... Looks like shit. Yeah, he, he's always though been one of my favorite guys to watch because mm-hmm. he, he's a good actor. Uh, he's not always in the best movies, obviously, but right. he is a very good actor. Yeah. Um, see him in interviews and stuff too. Seems like a genuine, just fucking cool dude. Too, yeah. So well, and uh, even Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias talked about meeting him on the set of Magic Mike and. Big old piece on yeah, him. Yeah, apparently he's uh he's swinging. So <laughs> fucking some guys get everything, man. You get to look like that and be hung like a fucking horse. <laughs> that is bullshit. It's not the way it's supposed to work. Right? Yeah. Anyway. I don't have anything else. No, I think uh hell, we still went over an hour. Mm. Yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um be back here same time next week. And this, I, I do have one question, mm-hmm. or at least like your opinion. Okay. Do you think, jumping back to the NFL with the whole preseason thing, uh-huh. do you think teams, now that we have, well, with obviously Pittsburgh and Dallas, they're on a 
quote unquote normal preseason schedule, but mm-hmm. the typical third preseason game would be the game where you see the starters like it's their dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Then the last preseason games you play almost no starters and just guys trying to make the roster. Yeah, yeah. just a couple, you know, you're looking at it at that point, just a couple of position battles. Do you think that dynamic is going to change with this upcoming week? Like, are we going to see starters? I would think so. I mean, if I was a coach, that would be my plan. I mean, have the second game be the dress rehearsal, have the third game be the, you know, guys fighting for a job. Now, let's focus on the Steelers. Do you think Ben plays? Ooh. Um... I th- I would play him, but maybe a series. Even if I keep the starters out there for the three quarters like they usually do, I would still only have him out there for a series. It, I'm, I'm kind of torn because, look, these guys are professionals. Mm-hmm. If you know what you have in, in these players, I'm not risking it. Not this year. A 17-week season. I'm only only playing the guys that I absolutely have to and, and position battles. And I damn sure uh, me personally, I'm not letting Ben sniff the field 39 years old. I get that. It's not, you know, you can talk about rust or whatever, but usually tend to shake that off in the very early. Yeah. They know how to play this game. And this being the, you know, the first time, first run at this 17 weeks. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I risk it. Makes sense. I, I definitely, I, I don't want to see Najee Harris anymore. Yeah. A running back right. with that extra game. No, I, I, I just wouldn't. I, so yeah. I, I'm very intrigued to see how some of these coaches are going to handle this third preseason game. And, and even the fourth for that matter, because, you throw that extra fucking game in there of, of just nonstop 60 minute banging. Yeah. And anything can happen. I mean, injuries have been kind of on the rise for the last few years anyway. Mm-hmm. And now we're throwing an extra game in. So, uh, as a fan of Pittsburgh, there are a few position battles that I want to see played out, but for my starters, I know what we got. Like, let's not risk it unless we absolutely have to. And knock on wood, we don't, Offensive line, I'd have my offensive line played. Oh, three for, yeah, cause... no, I I do agree with that. The, they got to build some some unity, uh, yeah. chemistry because again, all five of them are pretty much new starters. Although Dotson started quite a bit last year, uh, but yeah, I, I that's the the one exception I would make is let's let's get these guys some some chemistry and have everybody making the right calls and whatnot. Yeah, and, and go from there. Yeah, but, so yeah. Definitely going to be paying attention this week to the old preseason lineup and see who's playing. So, all right, folks, that will wrap it up for episode number 69. Nice. I am your host, Ease. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See you next time.